Hello, hello. Welcome to The Empowered Empath. I am your host. My name is Jess. I am a holistic life coach. I'm a timeline jumping guide. I'm a mom, dog owner. Um, I'm a wife. I've been with my partner for 20 years since we were practically babies. I always like to joke that I met him when before he had hair on his chest. And now we have um, two boys together. One of them likes to call his chest his, uh, his hair chest. <laughs> so now, now, now we know each other. 20 years later, we have a tiny, we've created a tiny human together who calls his once bare chest a hair chest. Um, I am quite offbeat, as you'll soon get to know. So I'm not very formulaic. Um, I'm very committed. Hmm. I don't even like how that sounds. What I was going to say was I'm very committed to self-help. <laughs> I am, uh, but I am. Transformation is my very favorite story. Um, origin stories the, are my very favorite. Um, any movie, TV show, uh, anything where the character transforms, especially for the first time, and they find out that they're fucking magical, and then they figure out how to use their magical superpowers, and they like completely change their life. Yeah, like I live for that. I live for those stories, uh, both like consuming them as entertainment and as creating them, creating those stories in my own quote unquote, regular life and helping other people find that power within themselves. Specifically, people who might label themselves, maybe I don't want to use the word label, specifically people who might notice that they are a little more energetically sensitive than what seems to be the average folk. People who have discovered that, wow, I can actually like feel the nuances, not only the depths of my own feelings and, and the nuances of all of that, but I can walk into a room and I can taste the energetic signals that are happening. Oh, there's a name for that. It's called an empath. <laughs> when I first found out that I was an empath. I was like, Oh my God, that makes so much sense. I, yes, that I am that. <laughs> okay. Um, and then I, I tried figuring out like how to navigate the world as this, you know, definition and as how generally goes with definitions, there's the 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 flat definition and then there's your experience of it right and your experience of it has like multitude of dimensions to it so let's see what i want to say about that is as a deeply feeling person a sensitive person um Let's see. I 
there's so many things I want to say. Um, I'm just trying to navigate my brain on which thought is allowed to take the mic right now. Um, here's what I envision for the world. I think that our world has become so hyper masculinized. What I mean by that is not like masculine, masculinized, like the machismo kind of thing, but I just mean like energetically there is, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, if you're, um, attracted by the word empath, then you probably are already on the wavelength of there's a po- there's positive and negative polarities. People call it the divine masculine and the divine feminine, right? You could call it the yin and the yang. So obviously I'm not saying down with the masculine energy or down with men. No, no, no. I'm saying um, that our world has become so obsessed with the actions and so obsessed with what external success looks like and um oh god i could go on and on about that but i don't want to get lost in that wormhole Ex- uh, hyper masculinized that we have forgotten there's this whole other side 50 percent, in fact called the feminine aka the the pausing mode the receiving mode the feeling mode um and my the way that i currently look at where we're at when i like zoom up from i live in um the united states when i zoom up from the culture that i was raised in and looking at the snippets of the world that i see as a whole i just keep seeing more and more sensitives sensitive people popping up out of the woodwork in the in in communities and in the middle of nowhere um to me that's a result of 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 those of us popping up trying to balance the energetic scales but the thing is is if you've been labeled or you identify as sensitive or an empath this world wasn't built by you (laughs) it was built by the hyper masculine go 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 i'm gonna fucking force my way into land people right like like causing a lot of trauma uh uh like codependent only get what's mine like that kind of thing right um i also believe in all the the goodness the the beauty too so i'm not trying to i'm not trying to go all doom and gloom but i am but i i do not for sure i mean anybody can look around and see that this world was not built by um the major it was not major major in majority was not built by sensitive people okay so the future though will be built by sensitive people in my opinion there's no way that cannot that can't not happen did i say that right it has to happen that way because the scales are balancing and if we are not actively showing up to do our part to balance the scales i mean the human species again not to get all doom and gloom but the human species may not make it right so i feel a really big calling for the sensitives of the world to stand up to stand in their power and those of us who can feel so many things 
have had multiple hurdles to get over and have more to overcome in the way of, okay, let's just talk about this boundaries, setting firm boundaries. You guys, you all like you have a fucking powerhouse within you. And when you do not protect that powerhouse, that lighthouse, none of us benefit. (laughs) You know what I mean? Okay, so sensitives, you you may be a recovering people pleaser like myself, right? So your energy is just fucking squirting all over the place. Um, I'm saying that in a making fun tone, but it's I'm literally talking to myself. So don't like, um, I I'm gonna say stick around if you are if if what I'm saying, like resonates with you like as a hurdle that you want to overcome right um and here's the thing like we still have to go to the dmv we still have to go to the grocery store we still need to like um raise our kids and and make dinner and do all these things that are that can be seen as mundane um but they're not and those of us who are sensitive know that we have access to parts of the control panel of this meat suit, otherwise called a human being, that turn up the saturation on life, that turn up the color on life. And we can do this naturally. We have, uh, that's, that's my goal, is for you to be able to do that naturally. Now, you may have thought that the world has been uh, too loud for you. The world has been um, quote unquote, causing you to not be able to have access to those dials, right? Because it's too loud. It's too overstimulating. There's too many fucking people. There's too many quote unquote, mean people, blah, 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 right? Okay. Well, what would happen if you just got super unapologetic? Like, like really just like grounded in this truth that, oh, my boundaries are for me to take care of. Right there, all of a sudden your energy starts coming back. You have more energy, right? Okay. And then let's say you go out into like a big crowd or or you're in, in the middle of an argument with your life partner or your kid is having a tantrum and all of a sudden... <clears throat> those little nuanced dials on the inside of your internal meat suit that the, you know, you know, the ones that you're, let's call them your sensitive dials, the ones where you can pick up extra senses, right? Those, those dials, let's say you're at the the county fair and those dials start going off the handle. Well, what would happen if you just knew how to manage those dials? What if you knew how to be in the moment of a disagreement with your partner and turn it into something that that created more intimate closeness and a a deeper heart connection with them? And what if when those dials were going off, when your kid was tantruming, you could pause in the moment, manage those dials and use your your uh, skill of managing those internal dials to navigate the situation where you could show up and model for your child what it looks like 
to navigate through that emotional windstorm, if you could hold space for them instead of lashing out at them? How, how, much, how much would shift for your family if you could do that? Um, I mean, I could just keep going on and on but you, with examples, but you get the idea. Um, you're going to hear me talk a lot about emotions on here because that is my passion. Um, let's see. Why is that my passion? You may, may ask. Um, okay. Everything that we do or don't do is because of an emotion. We have a thought. Okay. We have a thought. We have an interpretation about an event. We have an interpretation about our partner, about our kid, about the world, about the president. And then we have an emotional response or an emotional reaction. Now we have the power to generate thoughts and create new pathways, right? We all know this neuroplasticity. And then we practice that over and over and over again. And then we create new paths. Okay. Super cool. Amazing. If you're into self-help and thought work, you're like, yes, I'm totally on board. However, what happens when you don't do the other side of all that, right? When you're only going for the positive action, but you're not actually ever looking at the quote unquote negative side of processing emotion, you can get you can, you can land in the, in the, you know, Candyland has all those little lands and you can like, you pull the card and it like, you like hop, you hop there really fast. Remember Candyland? I play it with my kids. Um, yeah. So if you don't learn about the, the negative side of processing emotion, you can land in toxic positivity really fucking fast. I have visited toxic positivity so many times. I, I, uh, yeah, it's, it's not a fun place to be. It's sickening. Toxic positivity. Oh, God. Do you guys remember Pleasantville, that movie? And when everybody was like really nice, even though they didn't really mean it. That's, I mean, that's toxic positivity, right? In a nutshell. Um, okay, so another Candyland card you could pull would be um, the one where when you're not um, practicing this skill of processing emotion, you can land in the outburst zone when your kid says something that sends you off or your partner says something that sends you off. And all of a sudden you're fucking raging at the machine, but it's not the machine. It's like your fucking loved one. And you're just, just trampling, just fucking up the relationship. It's like you took a fucking machete to any intimate cord that was there and you just fucking whacked it. <laughs> because you don't know how to fucking process emotion, right? Okay, here's the thing. Pause, I'm definitely not trying to shame anybody for sure because who here learned how to process emotion in like third grade? Like, did you have a class on it? No? Yeah, me either. How about like high school when when all the shit is hitting the fan or, or junior high, that was like my worst time of life. I fucking hated seventh and eighth grade. I mean, wouldn't it have been amazing to have just like one semester on processing emotion and being able to learn how to witness your, your own emotional body, like, like the, the emotional center, the one that literally drives all of our actions. Wouldn't that have been like super convenient? 
that's a that's part of my vision is like i want every public school to have i sound like a president this is my vision for the world <laughs> i want every public school one day to to have this class offered to human beings because here's the fucking thing everywhere you go there you are there you and your emotions are yeah your thoughts are there we're learning about thoughts knowledge you know cram knowledge in our brains but here's the thing any fucking tool that you learn I don't care if you're a CEO of like Sony or if you're working at McDonald's or if you are picking up trash on the street. Like no matter where you are, you are a human being who has an emotional aspect to them. Have you ever met a human without emotion? I am not a psychologist. I would imagine, I mean, is that a psychopath? I thought psychopaths only don't have access to empathy. I don't know. But there's literally no human being that does that that doesn't have emotion, right? Every single human being has emotion. So the fact that emotion, quote unquote, ruins relationships is not fucking true. What ruins relationships is when people don't know how to navigate their emotions. I'm going to say that again. What ruins relationships is when people have not yet practiced the skill of navigating their emotional experience. And this is not a one and done thing, right? This isn't like, oh, you can hop on like the Peloton one time and like, oh, now you've, you're, you can check off the exercise box for the rest of your life. No. Like everywhere you go there, your legs are, there your physical body is, so it needs its maintenance. Same thing with your emotions. And guess what? You don't even have to go to the emotional gym. As I mean, we're going to practice it here today together. And, and I do actually recommend doing it by yourself um, at least a couple times. Um, so you can kind of get the hang of it. It's really fucking simple. But then guess what? The fact that you are alive on this planet is your emotional gym. It is your spiritual gym. When you're bored driving on your way, on your way to work, you can practice this then. When you get in a fight with somebody, you can practice this then. When you're triggered as fuck, you can practice this then. When you're bored as fuck, when you, I mean, there's not a time when, when, um, it's not a perfect time to practice the skill of processing emotion. Okay. So, um, before we go into the practice, keep taking this shawl thing off and on that my sister gave me. It's, um, it's so soft. It feels like a soft bunny rabbit and it's called fawn, baby, baby fawn. It's called fawn. Okay. So here's the thing. <clears throat> um, okay. <laughs> I'm going to say something. I promise. Um, so it's really, mm, this is, this is very simple. I'm going to try not to complicate it. I, I just want to talk about it and shout it from the rooftops. Um, but here's the thing. You, our lives as human beings are made up of 50% positive emotion and 50% negative emotion, approximately. Now, we can throw that balance off, but when we throw it off even in either direction, um, it, it actually doesn't end up being beneficial. <clears throat> Here's the other thing. Negative emotion does not need to be a problem. 
Isn't that fascinating? Negative emotion does not need to be a problem. Negative emotion can simply be an experience. An experience you are having in the moment. Now, when you go out there for your home play, I really want you to practice that concept. It has changed my fucking life. It has changed my fucking life. And it changes the life of my client, lives of my clients. I want you to practice it. And if you want to share, I'd love to know how that goes. Literally just that simple, that simple practice of noticing when you are experiencing a negative emotion and then allowing it to be an experience. The way that you allow it to be an experience is to watch it as a vibration because an emotion is a vibration to watch it as a vibration that your body is having without the story. So don't bring the story into it. Don't loop it. Right. The mind, the mind is amazing, right? I'm going to, I think of the mind as the masculine space, the, the doer, right? And I think of the feelings in the body as the feminine space, the receiving, the, um, the open, the fluid. So obviously we need both. I'm not trying to say we don't need the mind, but, but like we, we got that down so much in our world up until this point today that it has, it's caused harm. It's like off balance. It's time to really dial in this feeling in the body space. Um, okay. So 50, 50, Oh, going back to the 50, 50. Um, what I want to say is, um, the, we can tell, okay. Just had to take a little sip. We can tell, um, like what's fascinating is in order to, exp okay, we love positive emotions, right? We love it, love it, love it. We love happiness. We love joy. We love excitement. Um, all these things. What's fascinating is we, we actually wouldn't be able to have the experience of what even a, po a positive emotion is without the negative. And we don't actually need to go <clears throat> and, and create a, a bunch of drama and a bunch of trauma in the negative space. We just need to allow the negative as a vibration to simply exist. Okay. So there's more I want to say on that, but um, I really want to get into our little practice here together. Um, so what we're going to do today is we're going to process some emotion together and we're going to do this. <clears throat> you can be standing up, you can be kind of waving your body. If you want, if you like to do like shaky practice, waving your body, you can do that. You can put your hands on your body. Um, that can be really helpful, like to help, help you like really tune in and connect with a part of your body. Um, laying down is this is going to be like a meditation so laying down sitting up whatever just don't be driving please obviously um so i just um when i assign this homework to clients i call it challenging feeling home play so if a client has never sat down to do this before um challenging feeling home play 
is a really amazing tool for them to practice in a safe environment, at least like one or two times, um, maybe a couple weeks, if, if that feels more supportive for them, everybody's different. And then you can just go out and live your life and just continue to remember to, to use this practice whenever you are triggered, right? Whenever you are feeling disappointed and you're, you're making a fucking big deal out of it. I catch myself in that one all the time. I'll sports cast it too. When I find myself in the middle of it with, with the kids and I'll try to like say it out loud. So I'm like using myself as the example, instead of like monologuing them, which is like so easy for me to do, especially as someone who loves to talk, you know, and I love to talk about feelings and life coachy shit and spiritual shit. And it's like, Oh wait, okay. Pause. Use myself as the example. Um, okay. So yeah, just, uh, go sit down, go lay down and just be in a safe spot where just for two minutes, like lock the door on your bedroom door, just where no one can distract you and just really set up your physical animal body to experience something challenging for just a couple minutes. Okay. Really set up this animal animalistic feature that is, that is, uh, your vehicle for the driving around this world. Safety, establishing safety is essential for movement. So that's why I, I really stress it. Okay. Okay. So center in your space and now and take a breath, take a breath in through your nose. Okay. Just let it out. Now use that beautiful mind of yours. We're going to dip into the masculine energy for a minute. Use that beautiful mind of yours to pull up the situation that you recently encountered. Maybe it's not recent. It doesn't have to be recent. Just something where you can feel the emotion of the moment. Use your mind to bring up in a memory where there was a really sticky feeling and it was like, ugh, I do not like this. Okay, I'm just going to give you a second. Bring that, bring up that feeling. <sighs> okay, once you have that feeling up, now what I want you to do is tune in to it. Just gently place your awareness on that feeling. Now, notice where in your body does this feeling land? And just tune into your body now. Where in your body are you sensing this vibration? It could be anywhere. There's no wrong answer here. It could be in your shoulder girdle. It could be in the tip of your pinky finger. It could be in your entire stomach. There's no wrong answer. So just locate where it is in your body. Okay. And now with your awareness, Breathe into that feeling. We're not trying to breathe it away. There's a difference. We're breathing into it. We are welcoming it. We are saying, hello, I see you in there. Hi. Breathe into the space surrounding the feeling. 
Okay, now we have a little space to watch this feeling. Now, again, there's no wrong answer. What color is this feeling? <sighs> Breathe. Just watch. What comes up? Is it one color? Is it a combination of two? Is it super bright or muted? Just observe it. Observe it in your body. Is it moving? Breathe. Now, how fast is the vibration of this feeling? Is it super fast? Is it jagged? Is it sharp? Is it slow? Does it have a cadence? Is it soft? Just notice what comes up and breathe. Breathe. Breathe into the space between the notes. Breathe into the space between the vibrational poles. Let your body soften as you watch this vibration simply as a movement. Like if, if wind could blow through your body. It's like that. Okay. How big is this vibration? Is it like a golf ball? Is it like a basketball? Is it like a great blue whale? Breathe. How hard is this vibration? Is it hard like a rock? Like, could you touch it and like, could your palm rest on it? Or if you reached out to touch it, would your fingers sink into it? Notice. Now let's do a little check-in. What has shifted for you? What has shifted for you giving this vibration just space to be? Has it moved through completely? Has it lessened its grip, its hold, its, its grippiness? Is it still there? Now, if it's moved through, then great. You just processed a feeling through. And if it's still there, or if there is a whisper of it still there, notice how you have the capacity to allow it to be there without making it process through you a problem. It's really important. Okay, we're going to close out this um, this simple meditation. Breathe into your heart. Breathe into your heart space. Breathe into the space between your heart. Breathe into the warmth in the space between in your heart.
Now either imagine, or if you're more of a sense person, just sense a cord, a thick golden cord going down from this beautiful golden heart space down your body and it goes through the earth and it connects with the heart of the earth. And allow your heartbeat to sync up with the heartbeat of the earth. And just rest here being held for a moment. And with bringing your beautiful mind back into the picture, saying, hey, can I use you for a second? With your mind, say, I release the meditation. Okay. <clears throat> Welcome back. Um, go ahead and practice that as many times as you need. Um, it can feel a little bit like when you first start practicing this, it can feel like a rush. It can feel like getting high because if it's been a while since you've done this, or if you've never done this before, you might be experiencing <clears throat> emotional constipation, energetic constipation. And the mood there might be like, Oh my God, there's so much movement. There's so much space now to move now. Right. And it's like, whew. kind of like when someone detoxes and there's like the rush of the toxins that move through their body. It could be like that. Um, or not, not at all. I'm just warning you, like, like it could be a process in the beginning and then just simplify it in your own life. I'll give you a couple tips and of course, feel free to like use your own way. But like when you are going through your life on a regular Tuesday, whether you're at work or at home by yourself or with your kids, your partner, and you inevitably meet up with a challenging emotion pause and notice what it feels like. You can even do this when you're in the middle of a sentence with somebody. Just pause and notice and go, oh my gosh, this is fill in the blank feeling. Okay. I'm going to soften around it because as I soften around it, it's giving this feeling space to move through. I'm not my feelings. I allow them to move through. I can generate feelings with my thoughts. And I can also let them go. This is the process of letting go of old thoughts that perhaps you are outgrowing. And that's where we're going to leave it for today. Thank you so much for being on this ride with me. I'm so stoked that you've jumped into my little portal. And I have so much to say and so much to talk about. And I just can't wait to discuss it all with you. So I'll see you in the next episode. Mwah. Bye for now.